0: You are now listening to the Hot Take Hotbox. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hotbox. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hotbox. Hot Take Hotbox. Wait, wait, no, we Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hot Take Hotbox. Uh, second time doing this intro. I don't even know what episode it is, but I am joined by a very special guest, someone... That is, uh, honestly, Ty, you are the uh, the right hand of the Hot Take Hot Box, uh, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here with Ty Capone. We are not talking about MMA, though, since we are, me and him are the hosts of the Solar Strikes MMA podcast, a podcast that comes out every single week, twice a week now, to talk about mixed martial arts, boxing, and everything. We got Canelo fight. We got a lot to talk about this upcoming week. But, uh, Ty, how are you feeling today? We're, we're here to talk about some Philly sports.
1: And sports in sports, baby. Philly sports having a pretty, uh, there's, there's some hype in the air, you know?
0: Yeah, and you, you are a known hater.
1: You know, everyone, <laughs> everyone knows. Uh,
0: but you're an Eagles fan, so that, that's mainly... And Sixers. I'm halfway there. And Sixers, yeah. Uh, Blackhawks, 50% is not bad. Hey, uh, listen, the
1: Blackhawks are garbage. Alright, you can, you can just hold that over my head at this point.
0: Yeah, but you have the ultimate uh, trump card in the uh, discussion, <laughs> When we True. start bringing up flyers and all that stuff. But we're not here to talk about that disgusting, those two disgusting organizations. <laughs> we're here to talk about the Eagles. We'll get a little bit of Phillies in here. We'll talk uh, NFL Week 1. We got a little bit of college to talk about. And uh, we even might sneak in some Sixers talk towards the end. But uh, I guess we'll start it off fresh. Uh, I didn't really, I I broke it down beforehand. I didn't do much, you know, I, I didn't want to beat it uh, to death uh, talking about it, but Eagles-Lions, I, I just didn't think that this game was going to be cl- as close as it was. Uh, I guess I'll lead off with your thoughts. Some people heard my thoughts going into the game, but I want to hear your thoughts both going into the game and after the game and just uh, all, everything surrounding it.
1: Um, yeah, man, minus four. It looked good the whole fucking game until literally the end. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's week one. I mean, I don't honestly have much expectations for week one games. I never do. Uh, I mean... I still think they look good offensively is, I mean, 24 points in the second quarter, 14 in the third, you know, goose egg in the first and the fourth, which is um, kind of concerning, but still A.J. Brown just got here and he, you know, he was the only one that really showed up out of the receivers. I mean, Devontae Smith didn't have a catch. Uh, Pascal had one catch.
0: I forgot he Uh, was on the uh, team until he caught that ball.
1: Kez Watkins, I don't think he was even targeted. Um, that's our wide receiver three, which is sad, or I guess four. Um, yeah, the running backs didn't do much, but I honestly I liked how the running backs um, how they looked. I liked the entire run game. I thought Jalen played. You know, he ran well. He ran when he had to. Miles looked good when he got the ball. Thirteen for ninety six. You take that all day. Um, Kenny and Boston both ran it in. You know, they didn't do really much else, but you know. If, uh, Boston Scott. I mean, he he was running motherfuckers over. I don't know if it was Tracy Walker or who he, or who he ran over, but um, you know, being five six and being a goal line back, that's something that's you know everyone's always calling for Jordan Howard and Jordan Howard and Jordan Howard to come back. We had four guys run rush for a touchdown against the Lions. That's pretty good. You take that. Um, obviously AJ Brown's a fucking monster. You know what a what a great deal that was. <coughs> Hopefully everybody else steps up so you know take the pressure off of him. But honestly, the defense they look good at times, but you know, every other uh, every other rush DeAndre Swift was able to get a first down at least. Um, pretty much when Jordan Davis wasn't on the field, it seemed like too. So yeah, front seven, front seven's gonna be some worries, especially uh, Fletcher Cox. He doesn't look good. He doesn't look, you know, nearly as good. He's getting single team now. He's not even getting double teamed anymore. So um, some, some some worries, but I, I honestly I, I still see a double digit. Uh, win team. I still see uh, NFC East division being ours. Yeah, Uh, especially now. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, the biggest issue might be the commanders, which is hilarious because Carson Wentz is leading the charge over there. Uh, The Giants will probably beat us or at least be competitive once or twice this year. You can't really rule that out, honestly, and even when Dak comes out, you can't rule out a loss there. So, it's just about I think our schedule's easy after the Vikings game. The Vikings game's going to be tough. Uh, What do you think of that?
0: Um. Yeah, listen. I, I knew that the Vikings game was going to be tough going going into the season. I just think it being at home, and I, I, I guess. Hold on. I'll, I guess I'll get to that. I, I got to work my way up up to that. I think the Eagles coming into this game, it was. A, I talked a lot all offseason season about how it was all going to be on Jalen Hurts, and he was going to be the deciding factor about how good this team was going to be, and. You, you know yada 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 the 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 offensive line is going to be incredible and all, all this we added all this stuff on defense. I think he himself Jalen Hurts looked great. He didn't you know exactly was was you know I'm not expecting him to be Peyton Manning from the pocket, but I thought he showed some improvements and made some nice throws, especially the one down the sideline to AJ Brown. I thought A.J. Brown showed uh, how valuable and his worth in gold, basically, on Sunday afternoon because he is a guy who's going to be able to get open all the time and a guy who is going to be key in that RPO sort of offense. Where they, I mean, it just seemed like he was able to find him whenever and wherever. Devontae Smith did not have a catch in this game. That's a little concerning.
1: Had a drop also.
0: Yeah, he had a drop. So it, it's that's something that's a little uh, worrisome. But the thing that really concerned me or bothered me the most was the fact that the defense was able to or unable to stop the Lions in the in the in the fourth quarter, or you know towards the entire second half of that second half, if that makes sense. They just uh, they just got gashed, and they were getting especially when Jordan Davis wasn't in the game. They were getting run all over on them. I know they said they weren't expecting the Lions to stay as balanced as they were towards the end of the game because they thought they would open up and start passing the ball, but they they were having extreme success running the ball. You know, I believe when he wasn't in the game, uh, they were. I think they were running for ten yards per carry or something like that, or I mean something along those lines. And DeAndre Swift himself had 144 yards and a touchdown. Jamal Williams had two touchdowns on the ground. You know, it's just that that's where my level of concern is. I think. The uh, I think fatigue had something to do with it. I think when you're in training camp and you're not able to hit and you're not able to replicate what's going to actually happen in these games and really get yourself prepared, and then you go out in week one and you kind of expect it to play out that way, if that makes sense. Like, you know, if you, you, you expect to be prepared for something that you really didn't properly prepare for, then, yes, you are going to kind of gas out and people are going to be able to run down your throat and put points up on you towards the end. You saw how high scoring this game was. I think the Eagles' defense will get better and get more adjusted, and the stamina will kind of not be an issue later on in the season. I think that they didn't play Jordan Davis enough, or you know they didn't play him enough. But I think that they are concerned about keeping him fresh for the end of the game, or keeping you know his reps low, because I think that 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 is a thing that they are worried about. But you really can't when you drafted him as high as you did. And uh, you, you just kind of kind of have to take the training wheels off or, or, or you know, let them go yeah, at, at a certain point. I think that it's obviously just week one. I don't want to overreact too much. But it's just I saw some things that were more – it was more concern than it was like, wow, this is going to be awesome this year, right? Like especially since you're playing the Lions. So that sucked. If this game was a game against – I don't know the name of team, the Browns, somebody that's not the Lions, you would have been like, all right, well, yeah, they, they didn't look great, but they also won, you know, like they did this and this and that. But since it's the Lions, a team that had the second overall pick last year, it kind of this game being as close as it was towards the end and them not covering is another thing that pissed a lot of people off, including myself. As well. Yeah, it, it just – because it was a game they should have they covered. They should have won with ease. They should not have let the Lions get as close as they were – we were forced to get, like, first downs at the end of the game. where It's fourth down where we're having to sneak the ball. If that doesn't go our way, then this shit could have really slipped through our fingers. And you just take – you're playing – it got a little too close for me for comfort and whatnot. So, uh, I guess, like you said, you uh, what do you think about the Vikings game coming up? I believe the Eagles are favorites, but not by much. I saw two and, two, and a half. Two and a half is what – yeah, that's the number I saw as well. Uh, I think – Listen, I think the, the Vikings are going to be good. I think them having Kevin O'Connell, I believe is his name, right? The uh, new yep. the offensive coordinator from the Rams. He is their new head coach. I think that's going to be a huge addition to their, their sort of offense, and their offense is going to be uh, much more intricate, and it's just going to be not the same vanilla shit that they've been running for the last, you know, oh, whatever, so many years. Justin Jefferson had a field day on Sunday against the uh, Green Bay Packers. I just don't, uh, I, I I mean, I not that I say I don't see that happening, but it's going to be difficult to replicate that exact performance against us. And I think we have to do our best to stop that from happening. But if our defense plays the way it did on Sunday, we're going to get worked over, you know? I, I think we're going to need to get, we're just going to need to, I, I, I have a feeling this game goes over. I, feel, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game, but, I I don't have a leaning either way. If they win, I I would not be shocked if they lost this game. But I did pick them to win before the season, so I'm going to pick them to win again.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a good game. I think we can expose some of their <clears throat> some of their players. Like Patrick Peterson plays every snap. He's he's more of a safety at this point of his career. I think we can expose that matchup. They don't have anybody that can cover AJ Brown. And honestly, they should, they I don't think they should have anybody that can really cover Devontae Smith if he plays how he's supposed. to. I mean. Eagles fans were telling me all offseason season how he's a wide receiver one. I didn't even see a wide receiver two on the field against Detroit. Yeah, Je- Jeff Okuda was getting worked by by anybody they put on him last year. I know he was a top five pick, but definitely not not warranted. You know he was definitely a top. He was a first rounder, but uh, they reached on him and he was so bad. he was one of the worst corners in football last year. So you know maybe he took a big step forward, but you, you got to see more from Devontae there. I mean their best corners probably Cam Dantzler from Mississippi State. He's pretty solid, but um, the real strength is up front. Uh, They got Tomlinson from the Giants. I think they've had him for a little bit. Uh, Harrison Phillips, their linebackers, Eric Hendricks is a stud. Daniel Hunter's a stud. Jordan Hicks still playing over there. As long as he's uh, healthy, he's pretty good still. So, Zedarius Smith, he was working over Aaron Rodgers. That was great to see.
0: Oh, yeah, he tried to lay that block and got absolutely destroyed. Yeah,
1: didn't work, buddy. Uh, Seeing seeing Aaron Rodgers' struggle is just – Love it. It's always pleasant.
0: Love Although I am a Rodgers fan, I love to see him uh, <laughs> in trouble. Truly. I don't know what it um, is. It's kind of the same thing with Brady. Like, I love Brady, but I love when yeah, they are, absolutely. like, getting worked over. Because it's like they're so perfect <laughs> so, all the time. I want to see them yeah, struggle.
1: Absolutely. So, um, just the concern was 15 missed tackles from the Eagles. Yeah. Three yeah. from Avante Maddox, including one on a third down scramble by Jared Goff that he just whiffed. So bad. That was so pathetic. Uh CJG, CJGJ. There's a lot of uh acronyms with him. Yeah. CJ Gardner Johnson, so very confusing. But he had three missed tackles. Welcome to the club, buddy. Um, everybody was calling him a star. There's a reason the Saints didn't need him. Yeah. Just saying. It is week one though. I'll get you know, give him a pass. I just like to talk shit. Um Kaiser White missed a couple, TJ Edwards missed a couple, James Bradbury missed a couple. Uh, there's there's a lot of missed tackles. Like Kobe Dean did not play he only played three snaps. That's crazy. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis played twenty two. Twenty two, yeah. Um he played less than Marvin Touie who played twenty nine. Brandon Graham only playing twenty nine is kinda low, but also he's coming back from injury. Um I thought Kaiser White looked good in the yeah. in, in, in the passing game. Um Nobody really looked good in the running game, and I I don't know who to fault, you know, so...
0: Only Jordan Davis. That's what it seemed like the only thing that they, you know, (laughs) the only positive I took from the game was that when he's in the game, it's tough to run the ball.
1: And if you look at, uh, you know, if you're a pro football-focused fan or not, uh, nobody had a good run defense great other than Jordan Davis and Hassan Reddick. Everybody else was very, very, very low, so... That's that's encouraging. I mean, that was a great pick. I know people at the time, including myself, was like, "Eh, I don't know." If, you know, we went to trade up for him. I think we could have got him where he was, but it's a it's a big dude who can do a lot of things. That's really a rare player that doesn't come around often. So, uh, also Darius Slay looked good. I know he gave up a touchdown, but I thought he looked good. Other than that, I didn't really hear his name called at all. So, which is good. Uh, absolutely. Avante Maddox can't say the same. James Bradbury, he looked pretty solid. Had, the he pick. had that pick six. Yep. Uh, welcome to Philly. Glad the Giants got rid of him because they didn't need him. Um, Fletcher Cox, I need to see more from him, but yeah, yeah, (laughs) need to see more from you, big boy. I know you're 31, but Grady Jarrett's only like a year or two younger and he's looking like a fucking star still. So we need to see more from you, buddy. Um, but yeah, I think they'll win this week, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to come down like last possession.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that. Do you think there is something to the fact that all those missed tackles and, the defense not looking good is the fact that they're not really able to replicate those live game uh, reps, especially that, since they don't play in the preseason or they don't re- – there's really no way for them to practice uh, live game action. I mean, you can rep, you can try and replicate it in those practices all you want, but you're not really tackling live like they used yeah. to kind of back in the day.
1: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, that's why I was like, you know what, I, I feel confident because I don't think the lines are good. I don't think they can score with us. But they did, you know, so – That was shocking. Know, yeah, it was. I mean, listen, I had Swift in a couple leagues, so I was kind of happy, but he also got two touchdowns vultured from him by Jam- Jamal Williams. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the goal line defense didn't look great. Uh, there were some long drives. Uh, Jared Goff, you know, he, he he looked terrible, and, you know, they, they were still able to do some things late in the game. It, but it's a lot like what you said. So that's why I, the first couple weeks, I'm you know, if we lose this week to the Vikings, I'm, I I honestly won't panic. Justin Jefferson just had 184 yards and two tutties against Jair Alexander, uh, Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage. Yeah. Uh, pretty a pretty good second. Justin you know? Jefferson is
0: the best if not I mean he's a top three receiver in the NFL right now. You know? Absolutely. Uh, uh, you I can don't
1: argue him over Jamar and him over Cooper Cup and you know all of them interchangeable really at the top. Even Devontae De Adams throw him throw him in there. You know, that's so much talent wide receiver right now that we're watching. Justin Jefferson, he's only twenty three. I think Jamar is only 22, 23. So scary. Scary. I, I mean, you know, Devonta uh, Darius, I think. He can he can hold his own a little bit. He's you know he's going to get beat obviously here and there. You got to have some safety help, and our safeties were really bad week one, so um, got improved there. Also, Jonathan Gannon. Let's not let him off the hook. Um, I don't think he called really a great game. Um, I don't think our coordinators looked great. I mean, we nah. were getting blitzed. We were getting blitzed the entire game. They were just sending a blitz the whole time, and we didn't really adjust on offense. There was definitely ways where we could have uh, exploited that more. But I, I'm not even really worried about the offense.
0: I'm not either. I think the big thing will be that they need to spread the ball around a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Obviously, uh, I don't think you know 10 catches, 155 yards for AJ Brown of the 18 completions and 243 yards that he has. I don't think that that's sustainable or uh, able to be replicated week in and week out. So I think at some point you're going to see more of the Devonte Smiths and the Zach Pascals of uh, and uh, of the world and whatnot. But again, you know, it, it's just uh, week one. And there's going to be, you know, like we, we talked about last year, they cooked the Falcons week one, and then they proceeded to go one and six in the next seven games. So yeah. uh, I don't try to get too worked up in week one. It's a week-by-week league. And uh, we, I guess we, we will get to, uh, you know, we'll get to see what happens on Monday night, two Monday night games this week, which is interesting. I, 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 are they doing that a lot this year? or What's going on with that?
1: Uh, I don't know. I kind of like it, but I kind of also don't, you know, because it's, it's it's like they're like an hour apart. I think. I think yeah. one's seven and one's eight thirty.
0: Yeah, one se- I think seven fifteen and eight thirty are the two start times.
1: So it's like uh, you know,
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I it would have been cool if one was like six one was like ten you know, i don't know yeah like but.
0: where exactly i like watching one game especially the, the the prime time games i like watching one at a time uh you know yeah like, sunday's I, like, cool because you can watch red zone and just that you get all the shit just fed into your brain the whole day but yeah it's by the way it was awesome to be back on sunday watching chris hansen
1: is the fucking man
0: scott not to be confused with chris Sorry, hansen scott who is uh dateline <laughs> dateline to catch a predator
1: I'll just you have a seat um no, Scott. Did you think yeah, I was Scott a 15
0: year old girl? The guy's like running out butt naked with like chocolates in and condoms. You're like, oh boy. He trips, trips yeah. over nothing. He trips on the lawn. Fucking federal <laughs> agents are tackling his naked ass on the front lawn.
1: Wild. Some uh, some episodes they just look at him. They don't even try to arrest him. They're yeah. like, get, get over your set. You pathetic piece fuck. of shit. You're, you're sad.
0: You sad, pathetic piece of shit. The guy's like, No, but
1: shout this. Shout out to Scott Anton, though. Some good games. Uh, Joey, Joey, uh, Joey Scheisty as they like to call him. They should probably stop calling him that because he had a rough game.
0: Yeah, he threw four picks.
1: Yeah, not out here uh, looking great for us LSU Tiger fans.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess we're going to get to that, but I guess while we're here, we might as well discuss the rest of week one. Anything that stuck out, uh, obviously the Bills took care of business on uh, Thursday night. That was to be expected um, Easy work. Yeah, Josh Allen, I picked him to win the MVP. I know everyone did. I picked him to win the Super Bowl, too. It just I know it's like the most uh, prototypical, stereotypical pick, but... Feels it, right, it just, you know? Exactly. Like, I can't lie to you. I'm not going to go against the grain because that's, you know, that's what, you know, the hot take guy would do. It's just... That, that's what I see. It just seems like the Bills are due. They, they were one step away from basically being in the AFC Championship last year, and who knows if they beat the Bengals and whatnot, but... Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick against them. The Bears were able to upset the 49ers in a, in a hurricane like uh, condition in Chicago, which I, I think if that game's played on a neutral uh, site uh, in a dome, maybe it goes down differently. But rough first game for Trey Lance.
1: Yeah, rough game for uh, Justin Fields as well. I know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know what what much you could do there, but uh, not great, not great. Uh, how about the How about Green Bay? Seven, seven, opening week. Uh, I don't know what, what, what Rodgers is going to do all year if this is uh, how things are going to go down, you know.
0: Well, you know, Rodgers hit uh, Christian Watson in stride. He completely dropped it early in the game, and you kind of yeah. knew that, that shit was not going to go their way. Um, yep, you know, even though like a- we talked about how great the Vikings played and how many points, Justin Jefferson and all that, and how, how, many, how many yards. They only scored 23 points total. So. Yes. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers, like we said, they didn't play well at all, and they still were not able to really – uh, capitalize on it. So maybe we're going to be able to take care of business. And I like our team better than the Packers right now, I can tell you that. Yep. Steelers uh, Steelers, and Bengals got into a, a field goal fest at the end of that game.
1: That was so gross. Yeah. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, four interceptions from your boy Joe Shusty, uh not good. But uh, Trubisky and the boys looked good. And uh, Steelers, Steelers are still a tough team.
1: Great catch. Deontay Johnson stayed inbounds. Don't know how.
0: That was Jamar unbelievable. Chase had a
1: great... Jamar Chase had a great catch, couldn't stay in bounds, barely. Um, that was a crazy game. I was watching. Jamar was, Chase you know, is
0: awesome, man. He's another guy who's just. Yeah, you know, it's it. We
1: could have had him, we but could've. we wanted to. We could. We wanted to beat the Saints in a meaningless win.
0: Yeah. Talco Jalen
1: Hurts. Jalen Hurts played like fucking Peyton
0: Manning. He did. He played. Unbelievable. Shout that out was, to the, that was the best game of his career, I think.
1: Oh um, man, yeah. Shout out to the Saints for getting a win and the Falcons blowing it. Uh, we have their first round pick, so that would be nice, but.
0: You know, what are you gonna do? I think the Saints was, Saints are gonna be good. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, probably, unfortunately. But I I don't know. I, I think their ceiling is not as high as some people. I mean, Jameis is gonna he's gonna lose them a game or two, you know. I just think honest.
0: they're gonna be better than like the I, I saw people tell me they were gonna be give us a top five or you know, like yeah. I, I don't think they're gonna well, be that bad, but um,
1: We we might get we might get a top fifteen or twenty. Let's you know, yeah. That'll be generous. But that's that's exactly, you know. I'm not gonna be mad at that if that's what we get. Uh how about the G-Men with a road victory, comeback win. Saquon looked like an absolute
0: problem. He looked like old old time Saquon. Uh, yep. the Titans look like they miss a, a guys like AJ Brown out there, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: Traylon Burks had a couple, you know, couple yards, but I think uh, AJ Brown had more yards after the catch than he had total, so gimme that. Uh we got a tie in the AFC South, which is just a hilarious division. That was a
0: disgusting game. If you were able to catch any of that, that was Oh, man.
1: I mean, you know, Specs, Hot Rod. He got a uh, he got cut. He, yeah, he got the got old, the old uh, the... pink
0: slip after that game.
1: <laughs> they put him on uh the, you know the the UFC uh, roster watch. Uh, yeah, seriously.
0: Shout out to the UFC ro- roster watch. Uh, Dolphins. Uh, are we
1: gonna? Are we gonna have to put guys on cut watch this year in the NFL? I think we might have to. I
0: think we, uh, we I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna add it to the part of the show. Cut watch. <laughs> I mean, uh, basically kickers are the only people. Uh, kicker cut watch <laughs> yeah. is, is a thing. It doesn't happen as often as UFC. Every week I'm putting a guy on cut watch on the UFC no, when no, we no. do the podcast. But uh, how about the Dolphins? Uh, dominated the Patriots. Patriots. Uh, this is what they get for thinking that they're smarter than everyone and not hiring a uh, offensive coordinator. They look terrible. They looked awful. They still don't have any wide receivers for uh, Mac Jones, and they it just—I don't see them being good.
1: I mean, you know, you got—they're not going to be Parker. horrible, but
0: they're not going to—they're not going to make the playoffs.
1: Ty Montgomery's out here playing. I mean, they have guys that you know were good, were decent a couple years ago. I mean, you know, little Jordan Humphreys out here playing Janu Smith, Hunter Henry's corpse. You know, it's just—it's <laughs> not looking great for old Bill.
0: Not looking good at all. How about the Browns uh just eking out a victory against Baker Mayfield's Panthers? Thought Baker played well.
1: Yeah, honestly, uh shout out to Cade York of LSU with a fifty eight yard fucking money bag win. He's got ice in his veins. That's what all all I know. Um I mean no kickers had a rough week. kickers in general in college and NFL have had a rough first week week or two to start the year. Yeah. So Seeing a rookie win a win the game from fifty eight on the road that was pretty that was pretty nasty. Bless you, Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Kareem Hunt, future uh, future eagle, he looked good.
0: Yeah, I mean, he looks like he. They're getting him going in the passing game. It's still awful to have either one of those guys as a fantasy option. Uh, I mean, not Nick Nick Chubb had one hundred forty one yards, but again.
1: They both, no, they both did well, I guess, but it's like,
0: you know. No touchdown for him, and Kareem Hunt had two, so then next week you'll be like, all right, it's time to play Kareem Hunt, and then Chubb will have three touchdowns at 150 <laughs> yards, and you're just like, all right, well, then I'll just go fuck myself.
1: Yeah, or you play them
0: both. Or you can play them both, and, and then just take the, take the L on uh, one yeah. of your spots. But, yeah, like you said, Colts, t- Texans in an ugly, ugly game. Texans were up for a lot of it, and then Colts came back. Saints and Falcons in a similar-like situation. Saints win the game in the last, uh, last second, I believe. Uh, Ravens were able to dominate the Jets. Uh, Lamar looked good doing the Jet celebration against the Jets on 9-11, to... which is wild. <laughs> that's, that's wild. That's just wild. In New York, that's, it's crazy. But uh, the Commanders took care of business against the Jaguars. Jahan Dotson looked good. Their new yeah, uh, uh, number They're one wide receiver, Samuels. Curtis Samuel. Look, Commanders look good. Like you said, they might, they might be a, uh, a a little bit of a problem, but their quarterback is Carson Wentz, so we will see uh, how that progresses. Uh, then we we talked about the Vikings and the uh, Packers. We talked about the Giants, Chargers and the Raiders. We didn't talk about that yet.
1: Justin Herbert, how do he look? Like a fucking beat? Yeah, he might have like more velocity on his throws than Allen and Mahomes sometimes. It's Unreal. Fucking scary. It's scary. Un-
0: and the uh, the Raiders, just, you know, three picks from Derek Carr. Derek Carr showing Brutal. what he is, right? Brutal. Uh, you know, uh, the Raiders' offense looked like it just wasn't there yet. Uh, I'm not saying it can't get there, but right now they're just not there. So the Chargers have a more uh, a team that has been together for much longer, and they're ready to go. So Chargers are my pick, too, I think. I think I have them in the AFC Championship game. It was my uh, what I did on the podcast last week. So
1: Khalil Mack's demise has been greatly exaggerated.
0: Yeah. Say that. yeah Him say and Bosa that.
1: are just disgusting.
0: That's going to be a got, problem.
1: Yeah. And then you got uh, St. Augustine Prep's own Austin Johnson in, on the D-line holding shit down.
0: Derwin um, James in the back.
1: J. He's roaming around. He's roaming around. Uh, Dur- yeah, he played Derwin, looked good. Uh, Asante jr. Shout out to him, even though he missed like six tackles. Um, just like his dad,
0: yeah, some things dad don't change
1: tackle. Yeah. Some things don't change. Got into a fight um, with Devontae. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, Mahomes looked, you know, insane. So watch out for him. I mean, he was, yeah. just, he was just, he was slaying dick everywhere in Arizona. Um, maybe Arizona's super bowl, uh, underdog chances are, um, worse than we thought. Say that,
0: yeah, and it looks like it's going to be a uh, historical, biblical Kelsey year. That's like yeah. I like I predicted before the season. It's just now there's no one else to kind of give the ball to. I, I just don't. I don't see what's going to stop him other than. I mean, I know they said that it's going to be somewhat different every week, but you know. I just, I don't know. I, I have a tough time uh, believing that he's not going to go off every single week because no one's ever been able to guard him all this time anyway. So what's to say it's going to happen now, right? Even though there's a, there's not many other options, but there's still Juju. There's still MVS. There's still Mecole Hardman. There's still guys there that can make big plays and catch the ball and get open. So
1: Listen, if you are on the field, and you get open. He's Mahomes will look at you. It doesn't matter who you are. Sky Moore had one target, but he caught it for thirty yards. Uh, Joe Fortson he scored a touchdown. The backup tight end, the third string tight end Noah Gray he had two targets. Like he spreads that bitch out. Justin Watson, Andy Reid too, dude.
0: That's that's another. It's an Andy Reid staple where even when yep. the Eagles were a thing, like they you know he would always have these different guys in the offense. The West Coast offense would just he would always like, focus on spreading the ball around and everyone getting a uh, piece of the pie. And, and now there's more pie to go around because there's no Tyreek Hill standing 70 yards down the field waving his arms yep. going, yo, I'm wide open. So, uh, <laughs> And finally, Buccaneers uh, take care of business against the Cowboys. Ugly, boring-ass game. Dak uh, injures his thumb. He's going to be out for at least four weeks. Uh, the, re- the initial report was six to eight. But uh, Uncle Jerry came out and said that it's not going to be it's not going to be that long. Uh, if we thought Bear Jones M D, if we thought that he was going to be out for more than four <laughs> weeks, we'd put him on I R. But we've decided not to, and we're going to keep him out. So uh, the Cowboys are screwed. They're they're done. the Cooper Rush Show. Yeah, the, you know, Ben DiNucci, I'm sure is uh is coming back soon. Who cares, <laughs> right? Uh the Cowboys I thought were going to be we a serious it. uh threat at some point, but now I have no no belief in that. So
1: Before week 1, the odds to win the NFC East were 160, plus 160 Eagles, plus 160 Cowboys. Huh.
0: Yeah, now now the Cowboys to not make the playoffs is uh I think minus 210 or something like that. Or so, something along Hilarious. those lines. It's just going to keep uh, ballooning because they're playing the Bengals this week. They could definitely lose. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll say. But uh, and then the Seahawks and Broncos. Who, I mean that that game uh, was Russ's return to Seattle. Uh, they botched the complete ending of that game. Fumbles left and that right. The Broncos did not play well. They kind of so literally fumbled this game to the Seahawks. So. What are you going to do? Think. You know, I I think that this was a lost opportunity for the Broncos. This is like the Seahawks Super Bowl. They probably will lose eight in a row. After shout this. out to Geno Smith, though. Yeah, he, he looked good, man. He was willing to risk it all. He was risking his body. Everything was on the line for this win. So that shout works. out to Geno Smith and shout out to the Seahawks. And Pete Carroll's gum. So that's <laughs> something that's getting worked over. But. Uh, I guess quickly, I just, I'm not going to go, we're not going to go break down every game on week two, but, uh, you know, Chargers and Chiefs on Amazon Prime, you're going to be able to watch it tomorrow.
1: Uh, I'll be at work, but I will definitely have it on some TV, so I'll be able to see, that's going to be, that's going to be a good ass game, man, I wish I was, wish I was off for that one, see Mahomes and Herbert battle, but there's going to be some throws in that game that, um,
0: that are amazing. Amazon Prime's going to suck this year, though. (laughs) You think so? I thought, I thought, I thought it'd be like fine, I don't know. Well, I mean, going out is gonna suck because some places aren't gonna have it. Yeah,
1: that's you know? true.
0: Like they're not gonna. They're, a lot of people like uh, uh, any bar around where I live, it's they're really not gonna have any smart TVs or anything to be able to fire the game. I'm sure at some point they'll have to adjust and figure something out. But yeah, you know, like I, I, I don't, uh, I don't know how this is gonna work because this is. I mean, when when the Phillies are on like Apple TV and stuff, they're they're not on. You can't you yeah. can't find them anywhere. You can't go anywhere and watch the game. You have to sit at home. <laughs> like a hermit crab and watch the game. So, <laughs> I've had mental breakdowns on this podcast talking about the streaming stuff. So I'm I'm not gonna uh, not gonna the, go we'll to too crazy. We can do. <laughs> Dolphins and Ravens, I think, will be a good game. Um, yep. Bucks Bucks and Saints. Saints, yeah, that's that's another one where you're you're looking towards. Uh, I think the Cardinals and Raiders will be a pretty good game. And uh, Titans-Bills, I, I just, you know, anything with the Bills. And then I think the Cowboys lose again this week because the Bengals are going to bounce back. Bengals are going to have a good week, I think. Yeah. And uh, Packers need to bounce back as well against the Bears, who got a week one win. And uh, oh, Bear. the Bears are, you know. Sunday night. Sunday night. he to- And Packers Rodgers told night. him that he owns them. So he- let's see if yeah. he's able to uh, take care of business then. <laughs> so that's the NFL. That's, that's uh, what week two is looking like. We shall see. What the deal is for that. I guess while we're here, Ty, since you are a resident hater, we'll talk about the Phil's. Phil's. Phil's, Phils uh, you know, I, I've been uh, chronicling the Phillies season all year long on this podcast and just going through each week, especially during the summer when you do these sports podcasts, there's not much to talk about other than just basically going through every single Phillies game and discussing what happened and where the mistakes were made and this and that and what they should have done and, you know, all that. Phils are nine games out in the NL East. That's not that's not going to happen. Braves and Mets are battling it out. Right now in the wild card, they have the second spot locked up. I believe they are a game and a half up of San Diego. San Diego, correct, and three and, and a two. half up of the uh, Brewers. Two. two. Well, I think the Brewers are behind the uh, Padres for two. Um, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. That's. Uh, I. It's very confusing. I. I feel the same way. I'm like, wait, hold on. Like, <laughs> trying to do this math. Uh, the it's, Brewers, it's- who I have wrote, written off and uh, set, sent to purgatory, have not gone away. They. Uh, I thought once they traded Josh Hader and kind of made moves that would signify to the clubhouse that they were not really taking this seriously. <clears throat> that the the season, like not that the players would give up but they would lose their hope and lose their luster to play because it's such a long season they've continued to battle on and stay in this thing and the Padres who have had little injuries and things go on and I, I mean and that Josh Hader who they traded for has now forgotten how to uh, pitch effectively I mean he has like a 12 ERA at some point after the <laughs> trade. He's so, getting
1: rocked every game.
0: Yeah, so I would just ask you what you think about the uh, the NL wild card race as just a bystander who uh, of a team who has the best record in Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah, Dodgers. I mean, by the, the way, for everyone out there who doesn't know, Ty is a Dodgers fan. Always has been.
1: Yeah, they've um they're 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 getting there. They're they're having some issues, you know. That obviously you don't want to see from your team, you know, leading into the playoffs, but. I don't know. I I still, trust them. It's just the Braves and Mets are good, man. I I don't know. I don't know. You never know in baseball playoffs. You truly never know. We've been eliminated by teams that have less wins than us. Literally all the time. I mean, literally almost every year, the Nats did it. The Mets did it. The Cubs did it. Um, Phillies did it like three years in a row. Once upon a time. I mean, that was just fucking brutal. Uh, Jonathan Broxton was out here getting sent to the shadow realm. um, I don't know about the Brewers. I, their pitching is disgusting. I mean, when they're when they're on, yeah, that's one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. I know they traded Josh Hader, but Devin Williams is nasty too. Um, they have your boy Hobie Milner, former Phillies legend, um, in the bullpen as well. He's, like their, <laughs> he's like their eighth inning. guy. Uh, when Woodruff's on, he's nice. Freddie Peralta too. Um, Adrian Hauser, Aaron Ashby, some guys that are you know never heard of. Give them some good outings, but Corbin Burns is the man. Uh, he he's just—I think he had a 14 strikeout complete game shutout the other night. He's just when he's on, man, you can't really touch him. I just don't know if they're going to make it. I don't think they're as good as the Padres. I know you know Juan Soto hasn't been hitting. Uh, haters been getting rocked. Everybody they got pretty much. Josh Bell was was slumping for a little, um, but they they have much more talent. I mean, they should be the better team. They are the better better team, but they should be able to hold them off and um, you know keep that that wild card spot behind the fills.
0: Yeah. And there's definitely a possibility for them to jump the fills. The fills don't have a ton of, I mean, they do have a, still a good amount of easy games left, but you know, with seven against the Braves, two against the uh, blue Jays, and then three to finish it up against the Astros, there's still some games and room there for a uh, comeback or improvement, but also the fills have, you know, series against the Nats series against the Cubs. So there's definitely... I, I Listen, I want to say with 100% certainty that the Phillies are going to be in the playoffs, but I'm still just not there. I thought I th- I would have thought by now that we would uh, have put more distance between us and the Brewers. I don't think... I just don't... Uh, but in my heart, I truly don't believe the Brewers are going to run anyone down. Like you kind of said, like I just trust the Padres and the Phillies to... Keep that lead, and I don't trust the Brewers to not... I mean, the Brewers got a nice win last night against the Cardinals. Tonight, Corbin Burns versus Adam Wainwright. That's a huge game. So we, we will see what the deal is with that. But Phils have more... They have another game tonight against the Nationals... Or, I'm sorry, against the Marlins... And uh, another one tomorrow against the Marlins. They have won six of their last seven since getting swept by the Giants in San Francisco. The West Coast trip was not good. They probably would have that distance that I talk about had this not happened. Uh, They've done what in years past they have not been able to do, which is beat up on the bad teams in the majors. And, uh, you know, in previous years, September would roll around and we would lose two of three to the Nationals or a team like the Marlins or, you know, or we would get swept by the Braves and then come back and lose two of three to the Mar- to the Marlins, you know, or go to, you know, like it would just we're doing things now that we haven't done in the past. And that's good because we, you know, we haven't had much success. We have not been to the playoffs in 11 years. So hopefully Longest in the NL. Yes. Jeez. And I can feel it. I feel I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty as shit. I want some water. I I want this drought to end. I do believe it's gonna end. You know, and now they they're gonna get some guys back. There's a couple injuries that the Phillies are still dealing with right now. You know, you're 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 without uh, Castellanos. You're without Zach Wheeler. You know, you're getting some good innings from Syndergaard. You just I'm just hoping that the honestly the best case scenario we've been talking about is the Philz get passed by the Padres, and then they can play. I believe who would they play in the first round? Right, Cardinals. Yeah, that's what I want.
1: You'd rather, you rather you don't want to play Atlanta? I think they get smoked by Atlanta. I, I'm just I think Atlanta. I think Atlanta might be the Dodgers in the NLCS. Atlanta's a problem. They they crush lefties. They they, they just their lineup's nasty, man. Their pitching, it, you know, can be really good. That's just it's a little inconsistent, especially Spencer Strider. But he's filthy when he's on, man. That dude came out of nowhere. They just got guys. They got so much talent, you know. It just I think they have a lot of young talent still. I don't know how Acuna's been lately. I know when Acuna came back, he was struggling a little bit. But you know, I think Albies is hitting now. Uh, Albies went
0: five for five or something last night.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, he, he just – I think he's just got healthy, right, too? I, I think they've been, so. had
0: some – everybody's had
1: some injuries. You know, even the Dodgers have had some injuries. Um, they just have, you know, so much talent across AAA and the majors that uh, they can afford to lose a guy here and there. So, but we'll see. I mean, they're pitching going in the playoffs as, you know, Dustin May just came back, but he's he's looking iffy. Kershaw looks fucking great, but we'll see in October. I mean, if that's going to be our number two in October, you know, that's going to be a little shaky feeling. Um. Obviously, Bueller is done for this year and next year. That fucking that hurts. But um, we'll see. We'll see, man. I, I I trust them, but Atlanta's coming strong. You know,
0: Atlanta is coming strong, and they've run down the Mets. I really hope that the Mets keep that. Uh, Vic. That you know, honestly, the Mets do not scare me as much as the Braves do now, due to the the difference in heat levels. Because the the Braves are just uh, like nuclear right now. It yeah. seems. I mean, they they, they just might pass the Mets. Yeah, honestly. like and th- this was a lead that was you know ten games at a certain point in, in the summer, and now it's a half game, and these guys are battling it out. And I'm pretty sure they have at least another series left, right? They have. Yep, they have a four game series coming up uh, Monday of next week, and then. No, I'm sorry. Uh, that, that that already happened. Uh, I am a moron. They do have a series uh, towards the end of the season, Friday, starting the September 30th. So that will probably it will probably all come down to that if they keep this close. I mean, I'm sure it'll be as close. But they the thing about this NL East is it's not good other than the top three teams. It's yep. those Marlins and Nationals are getting beat up right now. The, the these top three teams are taking turns beating the. Sh- I mean, the Nationals are getting the shift. They are forty nine and ninety three. They are going to lose a hundred games this season.
1: I mean, their team is just
0: it's not just good. So if you watch, sad. if you watch them play, it's just you hear guys. You've it's the same thing when we were playing the Reds. The Reds were trotting guys out there that I've never heard of before, and I know I won't hear of ever again. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna go. Th- I usually do since I have a guest. I don't have to sit here and uh, bore everyone with the stat lines and uh, what's going on in every game. Uh, what is there anyone on the Phillies that you look at and you're like, damn, that guy's a good player. I would like to have him on my team.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, LSU's own Aaron Nola. That's my boy. Oh boy, I have a Phillies. Are you sure?
0: In September and October, you won Aaron Nola?
1: I mean, you know, listen. He's he's pitched great this year. He's not giving up home runs. He's not walking anybody, and his strikeouts are up. Um, it's
0: crazy that he's nine and eleven. He's got a three thirty one ERA.
1: Yeah, his ERA his ERA is three point three one. His his field his FIP uh, fielding in, f- fielding independent pitching is two six three. That's kind of like an ERA similar stat. It's it's one of the lowest in the leagues, man. His he's got like a, he's gonna be like a five six win p- player this year. I mean, I know I think was it the beginning of this year he was struggling, or was it last year?
0: Uh, I think at the beginning of this year he wasn't doing that great.
1: Yeah, that's why so I'm you know people have written him off. I've I've seen I've seen it. I've seen it, right? People His are writing him under off. A little long,
0: man, you know like that's Yeah.
1: He, he, it's, it's crazy, man. He's looking so 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 good. Um he is not he has a record of 9 and 11, so he's got to correct that. Um Sir Anthony Dominguez looks great out of the bullpen. Uh Jose Alvarado looks great out of the bullpen. Um I mean they're they're getting some, they're getting some work for some guys. I mean, who would I take on Let's see. Offensively, I, I listen. I I know Kyle Schwarber isn't you know one of the best players ever, but when, something about him just hitting a home run five million feet is fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, he
1: absolutely sends nukes around
0: Philadelphia on a daily basis. Hitting two thirteen, that's that's the kind of pig you need. <laughs> but he walks a little bit. You he know? does. I mean, no, he does have good at bats, but there are like he. He does strike out a lot too. So
1: yes. Yeah, no. I mean, my, my dad asked me the other day. He's like, I, I don't understand why Reese Hoskins and Kyle Schwarber are bad at the top of the lineup. I'm like, Dad, they they walk. I mean, Kyle Schwarber has a twelve walk percentage. Hoskins has eleven. Bryce Harper has eleven. Ray Muto is eight. Like uh Garrett Stubbs is like twelve. Phil, Nick Matons fifteen. I mean, that guy doesn't play much, but as a whole, their whole team, they just they walk a lot. They get on base. You know, I mean, their averages aren't high across the board really, but um, you know, even Bryson Stott's getting, you know, starting to walk a little bit more. His on-base is creeping towards three hundred. This dude, Edmundo Sosa, has been balling yeah. since they got him. He doesn't walk at all, but he's been getting hits left and right, it seems like. So, uh, they look like a sneaky little team. I don't, I, you know, I, you never know what could happen in the playoffs, honestly. So, why not?
0: Hoskins and Schwarber have 30 walks above, pretty much, anyone else. With the second, clo- the third closest being, uh, JT Romuto. They have 66, be 67 up walks. And you're right, Bryce would be up there had he... Been playing. He has thirty walks and he missed two months of the season. So, yeah, I mean, that, he's just a different animal, though. He, he it's taken him a little bit to kind Doesn't of. Doesn't he have like a fucked up hand and elbow? Like, isn't he he, just all fucked he up? has a torn uh, UCL, so he <laughs> he will, he will need Tommy John surgery, I think, to come back and play the outfield. So he has a yeah. fucked up elbow and he broke his thumb at a certain point this oh. year. So, and he's still <sighs> just, just coming still back, long. and he's just you know now he's in a three game hit streak. He's you know.
1: Was it the same arm?
0: Uh the thumb no. The thumb was oh. I'm pretty sure his left hand.
1: Oh man. Just... He
0: took a pitch like uh like a high, high pitch, he kinda ducked out of the yeah. way and caught him in the hand. Yeah. Jeez. Shout out to Blake this guy Snow. Can't
1: get a break. Oh scumbag Blake Snell, huh? Yeah.
0: It gave me Liberal. John Lennon vibes when John Lennon hit Chase Otley in the hand, broke his hand during the uh when we were chasing down the Mets, and then he came back for the Mets series and fucking hit a walk off. <laughs> Shout he
1: out! He owns that entire city, man. We love it.
0: Do you really hate the New York Mets? Me? No, that's what uh, that's what they asked Chase Utley when he. Uh, although you know Chase <laughs> has upset me a little bit because he's gone, he's leaned a little bit too much into the Dodgers.
1: Oh, get out here! He's from he's from L.A.
0: Don't care. Really? No, don't I care. do. You spend too much I time here.
1: Beyond baseball.
0: Yeah, well guess what? Uh, what what we did here was was forever. Okay? And he will was, go
1: into the Dodgers Hall of Fame and not the Phillies. No, he Hall
0: won't. <laughs> it, yeah. Disgusting. Same amount so, of World Series though. Oh my god. Alright. You know what? I, I, I'm canceling this. This is a, no, I'm just kidding. Uh so yeah, I think the Phils, like you said though, are a sneaky team. Depending on who they match up with, I think they will struggle with the Braves, but if they're able to get that Cardinals game, I think they could easily beat the Cardinals in a three-game series. I think they could beat the Mets too. I think I, 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 a couple weeks ago, I can't. I wouldn't imagine me saying this, but I, I do believe the Mets are a better matchup than the Braves.
1: Yeah, I actually. think so. I mean, listen, if you get to Grom, you, you know, you might have to pack it up, but um, their their lineup doesn't scare me at all. Really, I, I think their bullpen, if you can avoid Edwin Diaz, which you know, again, not that hard to do, if you can. If Edwin Diaz comes in, it's probably curtains also. You know, they have some guys that it's are just... He's
0: 103, like...
1: I mean, you know, those fucking stupid trump, trumpets are playing, and then you're like, great, now I have to face this guy who's got, like, a 93 slider on 101 fastball, and, you know, I just don't know what to do with either of them. Um, and then you got DeGrom who's doing, like, the same thing. Um, other than that, you know, I'm not really scared of anybody else. They really have... Pete Alonso has been struggling lately. Big old Pete. Um, I mean, Lindor has... Uh, He's been playing really well lately, but still, you know, he, he, I don't think he's the superstar everyone was saying he will be or is. Um, so yeah, I'm not too worried about them.
0: Yeah, it just kind of seems like they're trending in the wrong direction. So I am. Yeah, I'd rather I, at this point rather play them. I don't like the idea of going to New York and having to play them, but we're gonna have to go somewhere and play somebody, right? So uh, well, uh-huh. I guess, I guess we will see. So. Uh, before we get out of here, I guess I just want to get your thoughts on the Sixers, since you are a Sixers fan. Uh, Sixers made some different signings this off PJ Tucker, uh, Montrez Harrell, to name a few. Obviously, the re-signing of James Harden. Uh, how do you feel going into this year? Do you really, truly believe <laughs> in your heart that anything's going to change, especially with Doc Rivers as your head coach? Or do you? Are you expect? Is this insanity for us to be? doing the same thing, and it's expecting a different result.
1: Yeah, probably not. I mean, I think at this point, you know, all Doc's former players fucking hate him. I think there's probably a reason for that, you know. I think we're going to look back in a couple years, and Joel Embiid's going to be like, yeah, man, one time at practice, uh, Doc Rivers said this and that, and he wanted me to take a half-court shot. uh, And, you know, I just, you know, there's going to be some stories that come out, I'm sure. Um, I mean, I think Maxie's going to take another step forward, or hopefully he does, you know, just – just getting more more volume, taking more shots, you know, improving the three pointer. I mean, he shot well last year. He just, you know, let's let's see if he can just take more and kind of be a spot up shooter here and there. You know, James Harden's going to pass the ball. He's he's proved that in his time here. Um, hopefully, he can just give give us some efficiency on, on the offensive side of the ball. You know, shooting and and whatnot. Just compete on defense. You know, we don't we don't really need him to be a uh, all pro or all all defense first team. Uh, we'll see what we got. All the back backups uh, for Embiid, Paul Millsap, um, our boy Montrez Harrell. We'll see what happens. To him he just got a uh, just beat the case, so that's good.
0: Shout out to the police in St. Pete's.
1: They're um they're they're coming for me. They're coming for me. I don't well, know why. Unfortunately,
0: know towards the end of this podcast, hopefully we can finish this up before they break your door down. Yeah, um, hopefully. <laughs> I thought, dude, literally, hopefully. you stopped talking. I was like, oh, this is it. We're done. <laughs>
1: Hopefully, um, no. We'll see. PJ Tucker, we gave him a lot of money. Uh, let's see uh, if that works out. Um, Charles Bassi, maybe he can take a step forward. Maybe I uh, know. We'll see what happens with Furkan. He got jumped, unfortunately, by some Georgian thugs. Uh, I believe that was the country, right? I believe so. Yeah, Georgia versus of, Turkey. Uh, yeah, a bunch Shout of davish <laughs> A bunch of davish Davishviels. Listen, there are some angry people. So whatever he did to them, you know, they didn't like.
0: Yeah, I mean, that guy, he tried to take that dude out, and the guy got in his face. and yeah. Or the guy tried to take him out, I think. And then he got hit, like, crazy. all
1: well, because he was just dropping buckets on him, probably.
0: Yeah, I mean, Furcon is the Turkish of Ginobili, I was told. And he really never yeah. lived up to
1: that. Yeah, we'll see. I Matisse mean, Leibold, hopefully he can stop hitting the side of the backboard on threes from the corner but hey PJ Tucker's here and he's like the corner specialist so uh yeah maybe he can teach these guys a couple things i don't know
0: um but like, Charlie Brown the thing you're James the things brain. you're naming dude how are we supposed to expect this going any differently right
1: yeah i don't know. i mean listen it's really on James Harden and Joel Embiid as long as they give us consistent elite level play which is what we're going to need from both of them to be honest um you know we can pretty much kiss our season goodbye at, you know if if that's not what's happening but i don't know i don't you know they're going to probably be like the first seed in, in the first 40 games. We're going to be like, oh, you know, here we go. Playoffs are on. We're going to fucking win it all. Processed. Yeah. yeah you know. And then uh, they end up as like the six or five seed, and then we just get bounced in the first. I don't know.
0: I think that it's, it's just, uh, I'm going to have to see. The, it, I always kind of use this as a cop out. It's not on purpose, but it's the truth. I'm going to have to see what James Harden looks like. I, I think it comes <laughs> down to that. I like kind of like the way I said, I'm going to have to see what Jalen Hurts looks like. Uh, I, I'm just gonna. I, I don't know. Like the, the season rides on whether James Harden is going to come back to somewhat close of his normal self. I saw a article saying that, you know, Daryl Morey saying that James Harden's hamstring is in a great place, and the 76ers don't even need the five years ago James. They may not need uh-huh. that exact version of him, but they need. Uh, they need a healthy, uh, pretty mu- pretty close to that. Like y- you can't just expect him to be a facilitator and. What are we gonna do? Count on Tobias Harris corner threes. I think we've been doing that for a long time. It's not gonna work. I think Maxie, dude, a guy, I'm sorry.
1: If this dude pulls his hamstring two weeks in the season, I'm gonna I'm gonna find Daryl Morey and I'm gonna ask him what his thoughts on the status of his hamstring are.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh and I think Maxie's gonna to need to take a, a leap here this season. Yep.
1: Uh, and a Jordan Poole leap.
0: Yeah, yeah, really, and just be that third that true third uh option. Although I don't – I hate doing this because people say I'm like an anti maxi guy or I just don't – but I don't have the same hype or excitement around Maxi as some of these other people do. And like people like that wouldn't trade him for KD, which is fucking insane. It's yeah. – I just – I view him as like a sixth man sort of like uh, just scoring guard. You know, like he's not really a point guard. He just kind of – if you get in the ball, he get you a bucket. But I, I don't know. Like I just – He's not there yet. I'm not saying he couldn't turn into a, a a greater player or make those strides and developments in his game, but right now, I don't see him being that guy that everyone thinks he's going to be. That you wouldn't trade him. Like in order for me to not trade you for Kevin Durant, you have to be. I have to be in theory thinking you're going to be one of the best twenty players or top fifteen players in the National Basketball Association. I don't see that happening.
1: Yeah, I feel you. I mean, listen, Sixers fans, when they get a, a hold of talent. You oh know, man, they, they they really put them. They really as,
0: romanticize them. Seriously, like they fall in love in literal love with these yeah. guys. I mean, Thibel's yeah. one of those guys too. Where like, they, oh, I mean, because he's they, they I think honestly, some of these people think that they're hot. Like they get like sexually attracted <laughs> to these people, and they're like, no, I don't want to trade him. He's so cute. It's like <laughs> we're trying to win basketball games. If you just want to have fun and root for the team, that's on you. You can do that. I'm not going to hate on you. That's you're allowed to do that. Me, I'm trying to win NBA championships and basketball games. I, I'm gonna trade for Kevin Durant if I get the opportunity. I don't care how old he is. If I get one, like that's what people are like. Well, you get 15 years of Maxi and five years. I'm like, you don't know you're gonna get 15 years of anything. Like, don't yeah, like that's stop with that. that. exactly. Like that's nuts. You don't know how long he's gonna be at his pro, at his peak or even how good he's gonna be when he's 30, 31, 30. Like Kevin Durant is still an elite player in his mid 30s, and if I can get. One solid year, one solid run out of these guys. That's what I'm going to go for. I'm not going to sit around and project that. Hopefully, by the time Embiid's jersey's being hung up in the rafters, that you you, you know, oh maybe Maxi will be the team leader. Like, no thanks, dude. I don't I don't project that yeah. far. I'm trying to win within the next few years.
1: Yeah. Um. And like you said though, like uh, I th- I think he's I think he's legit. You know, I I had my concerns when we drafted him. But, you know, Coach Cal's a scumbag, and he doesn't know how to develop talent. So, <laughs> that's just kind of how it is. You know, he went to Kentucky. Uh, Max, he probably should have went to SMU, you know, where Mr. Uh, – I don't know if, if Yankovic is still there or Larry Brown was there. They know how to develop talent over there. All right? He could have came she- to Kansas. We were, We win natties at Kansas. All right? What does John Cal Parry do? Um, no, he wins he, we, yeah, sometimes a while yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. 17, 18 points last year. Um. People got to remember though, he's still he, he was born in the year two thousand. He's only twenty one. Like he's got a lot. You know, he's not even close to his physical peak, let alone his basketball peak, his his mental peak. You know, like he's still got like three, four solid years of developing. And people are out here saying, no, no, we gotta, you know, we gotta make sure we keep him. You never know though. He maybe maybe this is the best of what we got. You know, teams passed on him for a reason. Uh, they they obviously look stupid, but. Uh, I, I don't think we're getting a Kevin Durant, you know? I don't yeah, think we're going to get a Steph Curry. Like, yeah, well, his, his ceiling is very high, but it, there's got to be, like, a cap on it, you know?
0: I think – that's what I think, though, like, the big thing is, like, if I'm going to trade him, it's going to be one of, like, those like, guys. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, saying he's a bum. I want to get rid of him. It has to – like, but dude, there's – everyone has a price. Uh, if yeah. you get, can get one of the greatest players to ever play the game – and they want Maxi included in the deal and you can make that deal then you do it it's not even a question it's not not literally not even a conversation for me and i would happily drive him to the airport and i would give him a nice big hug on the way out it's it's really yeah. not like not that difficult i don't i don't view it as like an emotional thing i do have emotional ties to certain players but uh not ones that i'm you know good that are going to hinder me from getting another player like that or winning a championship it's just the ends justify the means
1: Everybody has a price," said the Million Dollar Man. Good quote there from you. Um, Everybody has a price. LeBron James has a price. What do you think the price will be uh, for the Lakers this year?
0: What do you mean? Like uh, how many how many games they win? uh, I think they'll struggle to be above five hundred. I think they'll they'll be up there just because there's so many bad teams in the NBA that they'll be able to.
1: You know, I think they're gonna stink.
0: I mean, I think they'll, they'll get, they don't by. have any shooting still.
1: They have, I think their best shooters, like literally LeBron, you know, like <laughs> that, That it's, it's going to be rough. I don't know what the buses are doing over there. The miss, miss little genie bus and whatnot. Um, it's kind of great seeing them st- struggle though. I got, I got to admit, I do like LeBron, but I, I like seeing him fail too. It's like the same thing with Brady and, and whatnot. Um,
0: but now that like Definitely. you know I've I figured out like the older some of these guys get, the more I kind of uh get sentimental and like root for their success because you don't know how long yeah. they're gonna be around, right? Like it's yeah it's kinda that's just kind of where I'm at. Uh be done soon, man. That's crazy. He will be. That that's that is nuts.
1: We have been or pretty much, you know, what, what were we, eight, nine ish when he came in the league, right? 0-3 or 0-4?
0: Uh oh, 03. three. He was drafted. We were. I was born in '95, so I was eight years old.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep. So we've seen his whole career from when we were young to when we were like teenagers. to Now we're like we're grown adults. It's fucking crazy. It's yeah. just it's, uh, it's so wild to think about. Like Kobe was a little different because he was in the '90s.
0: Kobe was um, like, yeah, exactly. Like when he was drafted, we were like in diapers. Like I, I yeah, at I, least at I eight, watched. We were
1: like. I watched you know, his playing- prime,
0: but like I, I feel like when like yeah, like you're saying, like LeBron coming in was like that. That was like the first one where we were like got to see him. Like when, when we were legit sports fans from yeah, beginning. Yeah, when we to first end.
1: started playing sports, I think me and we weren't. Did, did me and you have that uh, scuffle at half court?
0: Uh, like 10, yeah, 11? 10 or eleven, I think.
1: Yeah. So there you go. I mean, I, that, that's early, early memories that are still you know ingrained in my head. Uh, when you were going for the fucking uh, dagger there, up 90. <laughs> uh,
0: Half-court shot up 25 <laughs> points, dude. I'll never forget it. I'll still I'll do it again.
1: <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I'm still blocking that shit. Hell but, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> like, you know, from when we were 8 to now, I mean, just seeing his whole career and seeing, like, you know, now his son's going to be in the league, possibly. Like, fucking wild.
0: It's wild, and it's just, we're getting old, man. That's just I how know. it is, but.
1: Tell me about it. My back is hurting right now.
0: Hey. Uh, My back always hurts when I have to lean over and talk into this stupid-ass mic, but uh, I think that's it for us, right? I think we got everything we got. Is there anything you want to get out before you uh, get out of here?
1: Uh, No. Uh, We'll be back Friday.
0: Um, Friday with the uh, Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. We'll have a breakdown of what's going to happen. I believe it is a fight night from the Apex. ASec and we will we'll get into that. Uh, it's Song Dong versus Corey Sandhagen. Uh, quickly, I'll give you a pick. If you're not going to listen to it, I'm betting Sanhagen.
1: Yeah, definitely. He's he's getting like close to minus two hundred. Andrew Connie get him now while he while he can.
0: There you go. See, ladies and gentlemen, we already got you uh, taken care of for 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 Saturday, and I hope you all enjoy the fights. Joe Pfeiffer, inside the distance.
1: Oh wow, uh, another
0: one. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so we'll save, we'll save the rest of them. But thank you for joining us, folks. We'll be back uh, on Friday. I'll have another episode coming out tomorrow for the college football uh, picks. We didn't uh, get into our college football discussion while we were here, but uh, go Tigers, go Tigers, go go Irish. Uh, it's gonna be a bad year, but fuck Brian Kelly. All right, so thank you all for listening, and we'll be back uh, back Thursday and Friday.
1: Go birds.